0: During that time, I had some sort of weird mental thing where it was like, the only way I'm going to be able to bring honor to myself, bring value to myself and others, and, you know, get that, that quote unquote, like, let love was if I sacrifice and if I worked hard and if I, you know, did all this stuff, you know, then, then they would have to like recognize me. You know what I mean, they would have to appreciate me. They would have to do all this stuff. What is going
1: on guys? Welcome to another episode of the Lifters. In this week's call, I sat down with Chris to talk about mindset and just getting in that mindset to help him on his journey. He talks to me about his military experience and it's some real shit that he talks about. So I wanted to get this going right away. So without further ado, let's get into it. I hope all y'all are doing good today. It's me and Chris today. We're going to sit down and do a strategy call. And
0: Chris, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing okay today, Tony. I appreciate it. I got my bowl of fruit here today. The to, to official, the kind of kelp kick off the day. Yeah, we, we were originally going to meet on Sunday, right? But it was like, dude, the PTSD and stuff hit me hard. I was like super down, super depressed, and and I feel like that that's one of the one of the big things with it. It just kind of creeps up out of nowhere, mm-hmm. you know, and it just gets you. You know, it was like I was I had a good day Friday, a great day Saturday. And then it was like Saturday night, man. It just like came came on in. I think part of it, honestly, is every year on the anniversary of the first time me and my squad mates were in combat, we we get together, you know, over like Zoom or, you know, FaceTime and, you know, we all smoke a cigar and have a have a glass of whiskey and we just catch up and bullshit. I think this year we're planning on doing like one of those big movie streams and we're going to stream the movie together, just kind of bullshit. Well, the anniversary is this Thursday, the 22nd, so in in two days. And I I think it was just, I don't know, getting close to the anniversary, you know, just a lot of memories and, you know, unwanted thoughts all just kind of started creeping in and it it hit me hard. I uh, I didn't sleep well Saturday night. I was sleeping most of the day Sunday. And then yesterday I was like, nope, we need to get out of this funk a little bit. And I'm still kind of in the funk, you know, but I got up, I started doing my normal routine. I ate a healthy breakfast, a healthy lunch. Like for breakfast, I had, you know, my protein shake for lunch. I had a Subway sandwich. And then for dinner, I I didn't end up having a pizza. I was just like, eh, it's kind of whatever. And I ate a pizza, but I also went to the gym before that as well. And I went to the gym and I know in my mind, you know, we were doing the whole six exercises, 45 reps. And I usually try and like do it to where it's challenging, but you know, I'm still able to work out the next day. But I was just like, no, we're going hard. So I went hard and I felt much better afterwards, but like I'm definitely sore now from that workout, but I still plan on going today. I went in a grocery shopping and I, I spent like 250 bucks and I got like a bunch of chicken and veggies and fruit and steak and some healthy cereal, protein and whatnot. And I'm starting that all up. And my goal is to like not spend money or to spend as little money as possible on like food and just kind of use what I have and start cooking more. So yeah, that's where I am. Like this morning, I got up, I had a protein shake for breakfast. Now I'm eating like my bowl of fruit. And my goal is just to make it to lunch where I am going to cook me some rice, some veggies, some chicken, uh, season them up, air fry them, maybe get a little bit of roasted potatoes in there, do something similar for dinner. That's kind of my game plan. You deserve when you have those rough days to... Mm -hmm. Get those mental breaks because I think that's so
1: important. We're usually our our own worst critic. And when we're not able to get the exercise in or not be able to eat as properly because we're dealing with some shit, it's one of those things where you're entitled to, you know, get that break. You don't have to be hard on yourself in that regard because I feel like a lot of people deal with this in their own way. And with you, you're dealing with some rough stuff from the past and things like that. Mm -hmm. And you know, even if it's a couple of days of rest, you're coming back on track and that's how yeah. it should be. Right. You're not at a point where it's like, Oh, what's the point after I'm um, having these two or three days of rest? What's the point of getting back on track? You're just like, nah, fuck that. I'm going to get back on track and do my thing. That's ultimately what we all have to do just to bounce back. And I know that you'll see a lot of motivation from personal development, fitness and all that stuff. It's like, just destroy your body, just fucking go like, Mm -hmm. and I like that kind of motivation. But then there's some days where your brain just like, shit, I can't, you know, be focusing on this kind of stuff. I'll I'll be honest with you too. I feel like you were dealing with your thing. Grant was feeling under the weather. I was dealing with my own thing. It's like that thing where you're dealing with either mental or physical stressors in your life. And both are one of the same as we've mentioned. And if you're dealing with that, it's okay to take a step back, go lighter or take a rest day or two and then get back on track. My voice is cracking all day today. Just get back on track and then just keep pushing forward. So kudos to you for doing that. I know it's especially tough. I'm glad that you're going to the grocery store and you're like, I'm going to cook this. I have my plan, things like that. That's a good solid step in the right direction. And I'm proud of you. Like, You know, regardless of the shit circumstances, you know, like our little obstacles that we all deal with, you keep pushing forward. And that, that fires me up a lot
0: dude I appreciate it like like I know I know everyone has their own internal struggle right like no one's exempt from their own internal struggle I think one of the hardest things that I struggle with is just the feeling of being alone a lot mm-hmm. and that's not because you know like, like I'm, I'm single or anything I love I love my alone time but it's just like you don't have anyone around you immediately that like just understands you or gets you like for example we, we have a lot of stuff going on with you know, the job that we're involved in and, you know, the recent news is if they want to start a brand and I'm super pumped about it, mm-hmm. you know, I'm gonna, we're going to be on it on the ground floor up. It's a great opportunity. We're going to essentially, you know, get to build something that doesn't exist from nothing, scale it up to multi-million dollar business. And then you'll know, eventually, you know, possibly sell it. Right. It's a big deal. And I was sharing this news like, with my family and I was like, hey, look, I'm going to be involved in this. You know, they got confidence in us. We're going to blah, 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 blah. And they're just like, eh, okay. You know what I mean? Um, uh, and I was like, it's going to be fun, you guys. And they're like, it shouldn't be fun, Christopher. You know what I mean? And I was like, Jesus, oh, like, what kind of life do you guys live? You know, but it's just stuff like that. And then I was also thinking back on, like, my military career. And I was like, man, I spent, like, all of my 20s, you know, just serving and fighting and." you know, just going through the shit, you know, and being blown up and shot at and stabbed and all sorts of other stuff. And then I look at some of these other, you know, guys in their 20s, and they're starting their own brands, and they got their own stuff going on. And they're just like, so confident about it. And it just seemed like not a care in the world. And I'm just like, like, man, like, part of me is like, did I make the wrong choice? You know what I mean? But then I also realized, like, if I never joined the military, I would still be back in ohio probably working at the same factory my parents work at you know and and i never would have left and everything else so it's like yeah i had to go through all that to get to Mm -hmm. you know where i am and you know which is going to get me to where i'm going to be in the future so i understand you know that sacrifice and part of the reason i served is so you know others don't have to but it just doesn't make it any any easier you know what i mean yeah yeah you know what i mean and um yeah that's just kind of where i was at you know headspace wise and and trying to get back into the gym and working out because you know, like I I have this vision of myself of being like a beast as far mm-hmm. as you know, in shape wise and strength and where I want to be and what I want to look like, and you know what I want to how strong I want to be in the shape and health wise and, and everything. And it just seems like an almost impossible task, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you know, it, it's also like I I'm a realist, I understand that you know, I weigh. 350 and i want to get to you know 200 or so that's 150 pounds that's going to take the better part of probably two years to get to you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and you know and then on top of that you know it's going to be once you lose the weight then it's going to be building muscle and getting to the shape you want which will probably be like another year so yeah it's like if i if i obviously consistently keep at it every day and doing what i'm supposed to do then yeah in three years time i'll be where i want to be at and I'll be much better for it. It's just, you know, it just seems like such a faraway task. It's like when I compare it to something similar, like when I used to run in the military, I used to run nine miles a couple of times a week. I would always look at it like, Hey, I got to get to that next telephone pole, you know? And then, okay, now i got to get to the next telephone pole. And then I got to get the next telephone pole. I would never look at it and be like, Hey, I got to get, I got to get four more miles that way. Mm-hmm. Cause once you get to all these telephone poles, you can look back and be like, look at all the distance. Yeah, covered. exactly. So, exactly. Yeah, so I mean, I I understand like the, the mindset, the strategy, it's just, you know, it's just difficult, you know, getting it there. Yeah, you know, so, something I think about is like with Chris Pratt, he, you know, he lost a bunch of weight to get in the role for Marvel. And he was he was saying, when he was like, on office parks and recreation, when he was, when he was like fatter, he would he would live for food. And he would have like these super big highs when he would eat. And then the rest of the day was super lows. Mm-hmm. Now that he's in shape, it's like, His lows are eating, but his high is everything else throughout the day. You know what I mean? And so eventually that's where I want to be in my overall rambling. So
1: a couple of things I wanted to touch up on that, because I took some notes just in regards to things like loneliness, for example. I Mm -hmm. resonated with you a lot on this because, you know, you're doing this entrepreneurial thing. You're starting your own business. I'm working on mine. We're doing this journey. It, it could be a very lonely road because no one understands in your general vicinity. And I mm-hmm. resonate with this a lot, even like with relationships and stuff, no one really understands what you're going through because it's something that they're not really taught. Right. They're taught yeah. to, you know, go through high school, go to college, get your education and go work for a corporation. And that's like the general mainstream, you know, pathway. Yeah. And to me, it's very frustrating because that was never me. I always mm-hmm. wanted to do my own thing, start my own business since I was a young kid. But I had yeah, to follow yeah. that pot pathway to kind of understand that. But then like trying to get other people to understand it, they haven't really witnessed it or experienced it in themselves. So it, it kind of can get a lo- very lonely. But the fact that I have you and a couple other guys on our team mm-hmm. that built their businesses, they're, you know, they're growing, I can kind of sit down and have an interaction with you guys. And you guys mm-hmm. understand everything that I'm going through, right? And mm-hmm. even with, you know, we were talking about the brand building project. I have not mentioned it to any of my family members because I already know what some of them are gonna say. They're gonna be like, oh, this kid's a psychopath, like he's yeah. he's talking out his ass. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm just gonna wait until you know things build up. And then when things happen, I'll I'll casually just be like, All right, you guys want me to buy um here's a brand new car, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? And they're like, What the <laughs> is my son a drug dealer or what's going on? It's like, no, I'm actually following the process that I told you guys I'd follow in the past, mm-hmm. but I knew it was it, it was bound to come. And that that loneliness piece is like, one thing I really like about the Zoom interactions that we're able to have is that, you know, talking about the fitness, talking about business and stuff like that, I can kind of, I can confide in you, right? And you can confide in me in these certain situations. And to me, I try my best not to be like super judgmental Mm -hmm. in it. And I try to understand, you know, what you're coming from, what your point of view is and things like that. And it allows me to really appreciate, you know, different experiences and different like circumstances that people are in they're dealing with what kind of made them become the person that they had they are right now and who are they trying to become and and so on and tying it into the goals that you were you said it was like it seems impossible right now i resonate with that a lot too because like the action comes before the belief right you got to put in the work before you start to believe in it and it's it's easy to say that right but like when you're in it and you're trying to experience that you're like man this seems like it's so far away. Mm-hmm. And the most recent thing for me that came in that scenario is like the martial arts. When I first started my coach, shout out to Arig. I've known Arig since like we were in middle school. He is one of the genuine, like the most genuine dudes, but he's also like, he's, he's very, uh he's very transparent. He's very candor. Like he's honest and it's, it comes with tough love, but he genuinely cares. He wants to see you succeed. Mm-hmm. So like, he was frustrated for me when I was starting because I came at, even though I was weightlifting and stuff like that, one issue I was dealing with was poor coordination. Like any type of footwork, any type of drills, like, you know, football players would do some drills and just movements like that. That's, mm-hmm. that's some stuff you need to do for martial arts. Cause you're basically moving your body. You're doing all these flips and stuff. And he was trying to teach me this stuff. And I just like, it would take me 45 minutes to understand like a little leg adjustment. And he would yeah. just be like you suck, dude. <laughs> and, 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 and for me, it stings, but then it fires me up because I'm like, I'm gonna prove him wrong. And that was his training style. That's how he coached people. And like, that, that's a different like, that's a different style of coaching than I typically do. But it worked mm-hmm. really well for me because he's like, I know you got this, you can't give up on this. There was one time where I got frustrated with it. And he's like, you're giving up. He, he started getting mad. He's like, you are not going to give up right now. He's like, you got to keep doing this. You can't just say that because he's like, you seem like the most optimistic dude, but you're giving up now. You're supposed to be optimistic throughout everything. Not just one thing, you know? And mm-hmm. I was like, damn, he's hitting me hard right now. He's, he's teaching <laughs> me. <laughs> but like, once I started getting the coordination down, the goals that I aspired to do in this martial arts stuff seem more possible, right? And ultimately, yeah. I think it comes down to just do what seems possible to you and just keep pushing beyond that, right? And yeah. it's all about, the like you were saying, just like the polls, you know, every step of the way. And then you look back and you're like, I already did all this shit. Let me just Mm. take another step. Let me take another step. And you can keep looking back at it when you're feeling like you're at a low point, you know, in the day, or you're feeling like you're exhausted on a workout session. And you just think about the past experiences you had. And you're like, I'm going to go one more rep. I'm going to go one more set. I'm going to go an extra 10,000 steps and things like that.
0: I I think, and I completely agree with you. I think one of the things that I struggle with, I know one of the things I struggle with, I think it's one of the things that isn't talked about as much. And I I believe it ties straight into the depression stuff as well, is lack of confidence. Right. Mm -hmm. When I look at some of these kids, and I say kids, you know, they're not kids, they're in their 20s. When I look at some of these people like doing their own brands or, you know, lifting weights or you know, whatever. And and I just see like their confidence level, like, okay, yeah, we're gonna start a new multi-billion million dollar brand. We're gonna make it around this, we're gonna contact these influencers. I suppose we should probably do this. I'm like, where did they get off having this level of confidence? Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. And that's something I've always kind of struggled with, even in the military. And and I understand, like, you know, for me, a lot of it comes down to the stories we tell ourselves inside our heads, mm-hmm. you know, about what we think other people are saying or thinking or doing. And I know exactly where that comes from. You know, it's from for me, it was like my my family, my parents growing up, and then. When I was in the military, it was, you know, very much a a hostile work environment, right? Like, dude, there were years in my career, especially when I was a young soldier, like you were terrified to go to work. Everyone was terrified to go to work, like to the point where you were like literally shaking because you were like, man, like, what are they going to do to me today? You know what I mean? It was like, they, they weren't allowed to hit you but they were allowed to hit you. You know what I mean? They did shit like wall-to-wall counseling, which is basically where they take you into a room and it's like, you know, no headshots, no like below the belt shots. But then basically they would just, you know, wrestle and fight. It was like a fight club and they would just beat the shit out of you, right? Constantly. It was like two-on-ones and whatnot because they're like, oh, you, your button was undone on your uniform. Like something very minor infraction, wall-to-wall counseling. You know, because they're like, we can either write you up for paperwork and leave a paper trail, which will eventually get you in a lot of trouble and, you know, kicked out and affect your career. Or we can just go in this back room and like beat the shit out of you. You know what I mean? So like it was, like, there was a lot of that, especially early on in my career. The military has kind of gone away from that now, or at least in the last like five years that I was in, which is a few years ago, they, they kind of went away with that because that was a lot of old school leaders and a mm-hmm. lot of, you know, that whole mindset. But a lot of it stemmed from that, dude. I specifically remember being in Germany and I just got hired onto a back office job for a supply. And they're like, hey, we're revamping the whole supply warehouse. We're tearing down the shelves, putting in like these automatic electric shelves. You're now in charge of it, go. And I'm like, I don't, what? You know, I was like, I just got hired. What is this? So I'm trying to like figure this stuff out on the fly, you know, as how the military goes. And I wasn't doing it like the correct way or whatever. And then my boss would like, I would be off work. And he would just call me just to scream at you. And then like, you know, you'd just like ah, blah, blah, and hang up the phone. And he was like, okay. And then all of a sudden you call back just to yell at you some more and then hang up the phone. It was just like that constant, like hostile work environment. And and that all that's what made me second guess and question and need support and approval for like I feel like everything in my life. Mm-hmm. And I've been working hard, you know, to get away from that. And and that's where that's one of the things where I'm struggling with, you know, because part of it is like, hey, I don't. Obviously I know how to work out. I know how to eat right. Right. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, do I know, should I be eating this plum? Yo, is that going to, you know what I mean? And that's, that's where like that whole second guessing thing comes in. And it's frustrating because I look at some of these other people who wasn't in the military, who had presumably happier childhoods. And it's just like, they're just like, yeah, no, we're going to do this. You know, why not? You know, what's the worst that can happen? you know what I mean? And I was like, I know what the worst that can happen is. <laughs> um, and and that, that's, something where I, that's something that I've just been struggling with. And I think that's tying over a lot into my diet and my exercising, because it is a source of stress for me, but my, my mm. comfort is comfort eating. And it's something that I've been working hard. I've been reading books. I've been you know, listening to audio books. I've just been surrounding myself with a higher level caliber of person right? You know, like, for example, you, the pineapple team, Grant. Yeah, I got you, you know, even like my best friend of like 20 years, when I was starting a cancer support business to help out cancer patients, he went off, he's very, very far left. He doesn't believe in capitalism and thinks you know, starting businesses is like the devil, but he went off me one day. uh, And like we got into a fight that almost ended the friendship, because he was just like, you're just in it for the money you're taking advantage of people the worst day of their lives and you're just accusing the like gaslighting all this terrible mm-hmm. shit and and now you know and then now that's even stuck with me to be like, hey man like am I doing this stuff for the right reason am I doing blah 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 and it ends up in my heart I know I am mm-hmm. but you know it's just you know perception of other people's thoughts yeah. and you know what I mean so that's something that I'm trying to get over and struggle with because I know it's affecting my lifestyle, my diet, my exercise as, you know, a form of anxiety and depression. I feel that dude, especially like the, the business thing. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: one of the things I'll, I will say to that is I, you kind of realize as you go into it and you start building the company and stuff, I feel like there's a necessity for b- building a business out of it. This is how, you know, the world <laughs> works. And like one of the things yeah. that, that made me realize that if I put my own money into this business and it starts making more money, I'm able to expand the opportunities of things that are benefiting my own people. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I can bring more products on board. Like we were talking about protein snacks. Like a lot of people keep asking me about those. A lot of people have been asking me about other supplements coming down the line. Like people mm-hmm. want these things created because it's going to benefit them on their journey. And I don't mind just keep funneling it back in for it to expand and expand and expand. And Mm -hmm. if it just so happens to pay for my livelihood, I think that's well deserved because you created something that's benefiting a lot of people. And, you know, on an outside look, somebody might think of it in a perspective of like you're just trying to make money. But like I've realized, especially working around with you guys, is like the money is just secondary. It's more about the passion and the vision that you serve and who you're trying to serve. Mm-hmm. And one of the things is like, I'm super passionate about helping these people. Cause I wouldn't be an incredible salesperson if I didn't believe in what I was doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like if I worked sales jobs in the past where I didn't believe in it and I just sucked at selling because I didn't believe in the product. Why would I sell that product to somebody, you know, and just like me not believing in it, sell it to them. And I'm just ripping them off. I'm basically like scamming them basically. Yeah. Some people can operate like that. Not me. So then I was like, I have to create something that I'm passionate about. So I could sell it to people because I'll be able to help them on their journey. And that, that's what keeps me going. And ultimately, like the whole confidence thing too, is like, even though some of the guys are like, oh yeah, I'm doing this, no problem. You know, in the back of the minds, they're like, they're fearful of certain things. We all feel this, you yeah. know, signs of fear and anxiety or the fear of failure, the lack of confidence, like it hits me sometimes too, in my own business, because I think about my past experiences and, you know, uh, as a kid growing up, that stuff still just creeps on me. Yeah. But I'm able to push it down even better year year over year after I consistently make this progress because there's that piece of sense of doubt that I, that need for validation from other people, you know mm-hmm. that that need of am I doing the right thing? If I say something out of turn, like let's say I say something like you know I love the free market, I love capitalism, ooh daddy capitalism, like I, you know <laughs> if I say that, I'm fearful of people being like oh he's he's like pro this and he hates these people and he hates that and I'm like. Not mm-hmm. really. I don't know what you're talking about there. You're just making assumptions, but like it will sting. It will sting if somebody says that about me. But yeah, as I get older and I start building this identity for myself and I see what I'm doing and I'm seeing what I'm doing, benefiting people as you will too. You'll notice too, as you make the fitness progress, as you make the business, as, as things grow, you're going to be like, damn, I'm helping people out. You know, And people, these people can crap on me, but what are they doing? I yeah. hope they're doing the same thing. If they want to crap on me, I hope that they're at the same level as me. If not, that's their problem, right? And right. That, so- that's what it ultimately comes down to. And all in all, I know this is like a just a jumble of everything we just talked about. But all in all, I think it, it like it's just that mindset work. We have to constantly do that mindset work to really be like, you know what? I'm doing this. I'm fearful of this. But I know that if I do this, I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to make adjustments uh, with it. Next thing you know, I'm going to be benefiting a lot of people. People will message me saying, I love what you're doing. You're helping mm-hmm. me out. That stuff is what I get in emails. That stuff is what I get in messages now because of what I'm doing here. And it's all because like, ultimately you're giving much more than what you're asking for. Like you're yeah. giving, you know, you're giving out your assortment of, you know, stuff like this, videos, content, like we're helping each other out on our journeys. And then people are watching this and people might be like, Hey, can I come on? Yeah, absolutely. Come on in like Facebook mm-hmm. group. If you want, to just want to jump on a call. Just let me know. I'll bring you right in. Like, I can provide you the best value I possibly can, you know, in these sit down calls. And that's more important than a $40 pre-workout that I sell on Amazon, right? Like you just have one of these just, Oh yeah, here, but you don't have to buy it. But if you want to buy it, great. That's going to benefit the brand. But if you want want to stick,
0: yeah. Selfless plug. (laughs) Yeah, Selfless plug. But if
1: you want to buy it, great. If not, I don't care. As long as you are benefiting from the journey of using exercise to battle your depression, to lose weight, to take control of your life. That, that's my ultimate goal. And I think I've said this before too. Uh, my mom is from New York. So as a kid, I grew up with like hip hop, rock and roll and all that stuff. But like, I remember one time I was listening to Tupac as a young kid. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he basically said the quote, I, I want to spark the minds that will change the world, something along the lines of that. And I remember that. And that's like been on the forefront of my mind. Throughout my childhood and as I get older and stuff, and now it's becoming more clear as day that if I do this, if I help people on their journey, people lose weight, they feel much more confident and they feel like, you know what? Becoming a multi-billionaire that's going to benefit people and donate millions of dollars to these communities that are in need, it does not seem like a hard task because I went through all that mental bullshit that I was dealing Mm -hmm. with. Maybe I can do that too. And then they go towards it. And it's like, all it took was like, just start working out you know, slowly eat better. Now you're slowly sleeping better. Now things are feeling a lot more clearer. You're feeling a lot more confident and the momentum's coming. That's what I'm here for. They initiate that. They initiate the journey of you becoming your best self. Like exercise is just one part of it. And when you're able to incorporate that frequently, you'll Mm -hmm. be like, you know what? You know, I'm dealing with this impossible task at work or it seems impossible. I already dealt with all this bullshit with physical activity, my depression and all that stuff. This is nothing, you know?
0: Yeah. And dude, I love that Tupac one. I just googled it by the way. And it says, I'm not saying I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I'll spark the brain that will change the world. That's it. Yeah. And to go back on like what you were saying, these people can say whatever they want, but are they on my level? You know what I mean? I smiled at that because I just watched the Ryan Moran video the other day, yesterday. And he was like, I'm going to make a video talking about the World Economic Forum. And he's like, when I announced I was going to do this, everyone started calling me a communist. Everyone started calling me a traitor in the the US and and everything. And I was like, and I was like, I make sense. I get it. You know, like something I was thinking about heavily last night as well was I was like, I need to stop wishing more. I mean, the whole part of the reason I guess growing up, I was literally like counting down the days since I was like 14 to be like. This is when I turn 18 and when I can leave. You know what I mean? I like, can tell them, like, I'm stuck here, but like, I only got this many more days on my sentence, you know, kind of thing. And then literally, like, I turned 18 in March. I graduated high school, like, June 1st. And June 28th, I was off in basic training, right? Like, a, like I was wham, bam, gone. And throughout my military career for the next 11 years, dude, I was blown up. I was shot at. I was stabbed twice. I led men into combat. Like, I... I did all these things. And like, looking back on it, it's easy to say, hey, I made a mistake as a leader or as a person, I shouldn't handle this situation better. But it's like, at the time, with what I had, and what was going on, I thought I was doing the best I could, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I, I shouldn't be shitting on myself for that. And part of I guess my, I don't want to say my stress, I got as part of my stress or my regret is like, I wasn't in more combat, because I, I, during that time, I had some sort of weird mental thing where it was like, the only way I'm going to be able to bring honor to myself, bring value to myself and others, and you know, get that, that quote unquote, like let love was if I sacrifice and if I worked hard and if I, you know, did all this stuff, you know, then, then they would have to like recognize me. You know I mean, they would have to appreciate me. They would have to do all this stuff. And so part of me, like, sort of regrets That I wasn't in more combat you know what I mean there is not a single person I know like I know personally who's done the things I've done you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like when I went to Iraq I was in the absolute most dangerous job that the the squad had constantly we were actively told that like the gunner up on the turret of the Humvees in a firefight their lifespan was 33 seconds that's how long they were expected to live in a firefight my job was seven Like in a firefight, my, my life expectancy was seven seconds and, you know, and I made it out of all of it. Right. So I shouldn't be, I guess like when I look at it and I say, Hey, do I know people who would voluntarily do the stuff I did? Yeah, absolutely. I know a lot of military guys. I'm still friends with a lot of, you know, military guys. So I know that if push came to shove, they would do a lot of the stuff that I did in combat because it's what we do. But like civilian wise, I can't name a one you know what i mean and so i i think i'm not putting myself on the level that i should be putting myself Mm -hmm. on you know what i mean and and i feel like like if if we all of a sudden flip the switch you were we're in the middle east or hey you know i don't know red dawn comes and russia is currently invading like my nervousness my anxiety my depression like it goes away and my leadership skill is like Mm -hmm. instantly up here because i'm like guys This is what we got to do. Let's do it. You know, I'm I'm a great leader. I'm confident. I'm strong. And I know what to do. But it's like whenever we're not in those life or death military situations, it's, I don't know, dude, like I, I instantly like, I'm not good enough. I'm not up there. You know what I mean? And I need to stop looking at myself that way and just take confidence in charge because it's like, look at like, for example, even the profitable pineapple job that we do. Like I've learned obviously so much in the last you know six seven months of working there, and I'm more confident now to be like, hey, client issue, whatever, do 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 do, I'm going to handle it, you know, absolutely fine, no issue. But I only learned that by doing it and making the mistakes in the first place. You know what I mean? So I think I just need to, I don't know, have more confidence in that, and then that will kind of spill over into the rest of my life because it's like, yeah, I'll go to the gym, and it's like I don't know what the perfect back workout is to where you can hit every single little muscle in the back. You know I mean, but I know enough to do, Hey, upper body, lower body, you know I mean? Of, of a back workout, you know, upper back, lower back traps, you know, uh, lats, you know, and I, I know enough to do that. Let's just do it, you know, and then you'll expand you'll grow and you'll learn from there. I was, dude, I was in the gym yesterday and you know, there, I, I see like these, these really buff guys and they're, they're like squatting 400 pounds or so. I never really getting it. And I'm over there, you know, just like doing like the, the rope pull downs for the for the triceps. And like I felt a little embarrassed for myself because as I'm looking, it's like, you know, I'm like this, and then my you hit my gut and I'm kind of like, you know, out here like that. And I got like these fat arms and I'm just like, you know, doing doing that whole thing. And I see these guys lifting all these weights. But part of me didn't care because I know I'll eventually get there, but mm-hmm. I want to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know that dude. I know that <laughs> feeling. <laughs> I will say I
1: was getting goosebumps when you were telling me about the military stuff and how mm-hmm. you're like, when it's it's battle, like I know I know the shit that I'm I have to do, but when yeah. it's not, it's like, damn, you know, you have that lack of like lack of confidence kicking in and stuff. Man, that's that's some real shit, dude.
0: Yeah, right. And part of me is I'm also I feel like comparing myself to people like not David Goggins, but like, oh, I can't think of his name now. Jocko? Yeah, jo- Jocko Williams, you know. But I was like, Jocko was special forces, you know what I mean? So, yeah. I think one of the things I long for, uh, even in, like, this community or really overall, is just that, you know, that sense of brotherhood, that sense of commitment. Like, mm-hmm. I joined the military to be like, hey, I want that band of brothers moment, you know, where it's like, hey, we're united, we're together. And the truth is, like, you you have closeness, you know, because you're all going through shit. But everyone's just trying to deal with it in their own way. Some people turn mean, some people turn violent, some people cry, you know what I mean? Like everyone's just trying to get through it, you know what I mean? Because it's not fun, it's terrible. And, you know, and you see a lot of terrible things. But yeah, so I I think ever since then, I've always been kind of searching for that community, Mm -hmm. you know, that you can just bond with and people just get you, you know what I mean?
1: I got to ask you about that. Uh, that's something that I'm really trying. I've been thinking about so much lately. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. I can do videos all day. I can talk with you guys in interaction and stuff, but I feel like that brotherhood vibe, that brotherhood feel needs to be here. Mm-hmm. And it needs to be there that people understand that we're here to help you the best we possibly can. Don't be ashamed. If you have questions, feel free to ask, you know, we're, we're all part of this journey together. And I wanted to ask you, How could we do that better? Like, how could we, based on your perspective, what what do you think we need to do for it to be, you know,
0: that, that intimate, that real and things like that? Whether you do it, whether you choose to do it paid or not paid, you know, I think, I feel like it's up to you. One of the suggestions that I had and something I've I've been thinking about, eventually maybe trying to do it with my own brand, my own way, is to bring people in on a subscription basis service. So it'd be like, hey, you're paying even 20 bucks a month, 30 bucks a month, whatever. Uh, you know. And you basically, a couple times a month, but once every two weeks, we hop on a Zoom call and then you know we talk, we connect, we bullshit about what's going on in our lives, our workouts and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then basically through that, we do challenges together like the Filthy Fifty where we did 50 days, 50 push-ups, 50 pulls, 50 sit-ups. And, you know, we do things like that, you know, maybe not full 50 days, but, you know, whatever it is. Hey, you know, this month we're doing the isometric challenge where we're all about abs. And every day you got to do five-minute planks, you know what I mean? Or five minutes of planks, you know what I mean? Whatever. And I think that would be a great way to at least start that. Something I was going to talk about eventually that I wanted to do with my own hiking brand is I wanted to start doing... Or I was going to try and incorporate trips, like quarterly trips. Hey, this quarter, we're going to Ireland and we're going to see Stonehenge and we're going to see Hadrian's Wall and we're going to we're going to see, you know, Hadrian's Wall is in Scotland, but, you know, whatever. You know, what I mean, like we're going to we're going to do hiking. We're going to do exploration. We're going to do this. We're going to do exercise. We're going to bond. You know what I mean? And I think that's the biggest way people bond is by doing things together. You know what I mean? And if we can't do things in person, because, you know, everyone's kind of spread out. And if it's too early in the process to say, hey, we're going to start making, you know, quarterly trips, you know, to somewhere in the U.S. to go hike or go do whatever, then it needs to be somewhere else where everyone's kind of getting engaged. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think I shared it with you, the site Men We Admire. That's where I had originally gotten the idea from. You know, that,
1: that's a pretty damn I. I appreciate you bringing this up again because this is mm-hmm. something I was curious about and when I was writing this I don't know if you played fallout mm-hmm. but uh yeah you know like brotherhood has steel popped up in my head and I'm like sitting here and I'm like you know there's a lot we can do like the once per week zoom calls the challenges doing things together even if it's like a live video it's like oh check out this workout that I'll do right now I'm gonna show you guys an exercise that you can do for blah. you know mm-hmm. and I wanted to ask you too in that regard should we create like a i have that discord line around should i keep that as like utilizing it we have our facebook group and then the discord is a lot more like
0: kind of intimate and more yeah i feel I, like that i've recently just started getting into discord and trying to figure it out because before i was only using it just uh if we're doing like online gaming or something you know hop yeah. on a call but i've been trying to get more in discord And the way it was easier to explain to me was, like, Discord's like Reddit. You know what I mean? Like, you have Mm -hmm. all these, like, sub channels and whatnot, and you can dive through. And I was like, that makes more sense to me, you know, than trying to understand Discord in general. (laughs) But I think you could probably marry the two together. You know what I mean? I think the Facebook group is good for some people. Discord's better for others. But it's not like like you can make the two mutually exclusive. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, yeah, it's true.
0: Or it's just something to think about. You can still, for example, keep the current Facebook group. And then if you did decide to go for like a monthly subscription based, you know, whatever, then move them up to a private Facebook group onto like the Discord server, you know, something like that. You know, one thing I was thinking about, because I I don't know if I would
1: do it subscription based, but I was doing, I I want to, how can I do this? Well, you know what I'm thinking about is in my martial arts class, they have, you know, the regular classes and stuff. And then when you start to get good and people start to notice you. They have Mm -hmm. the MMA classes and the MMA classes. These are the guys that are actually competing. Some of them are actually uh, actual well-known fighters that come to these classes, but it's Mm -hmm. like an exclusive class available only to a few people. And I feel like if, let's say for example, a Facebook group is like, you know, you get some engagement from the Facebook group. Somebody really wants to see more progress and things like that. It's like, you, we can help you in the Facebook group, but since you're, you know, contributing to it and you're providing so much value, let me give you an exclusive invite to our discord. And in Mm -hmm. this discord, you're going to get a lot more information, you're going to get a lot more exclusives and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that will provide that value for people and that incentive to, you know, go through this and really be able to get some access to some exclusive stuff, being able to access the discord server, where it's like a more intimate community that can kind of
0: hold each other accountable, you know? I, I, I I, I can get behind that. The only reason I said like paid service was because I feel like, People value stuff more if they pay for it. You know, versus I agree with that. I agree with that know, overall. Of just you know, hey, it's free. But if if you're gonna make it, you know, where it's more like, hey, you start making progress, you start engaging with the group, and you then you can bump up. I don't know if a lot of people would do that just because mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, it's like the email thing where you're like, hey, just reply back one word. If you're like, hey, reply back and answer these four questions, even though it's very easy, people I feel like just won't do it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Makes sense.
1: There's something I'm I'm curious about yeah, and I want to
0: toy around with. Yeah,
1: definitely want to try something like that out. Cause I feel like <clears throat> in my opinion too, it's like with Facebook, people, people will interact on Facebook because some of the guys that I talk to, they don't really use like that kind of social media where they're like on the front facing on social media. They prefer like mm-hmm. more private things like Reddit and discord. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like me trying to figure out what's going to work best for them that they feel comfortable talking in, you know? Where they're not, they don't feel like they're going to be judged at least initially, because it's one of those things where even though I'll be like, "This is judgment-free, you know, environment." If you have any question you ask, is a damn good question in my opinion. Yeah, you know, you have that back of the mind hesitation where somebody's gonna be like, "Oh, that's stupid," or "Oh, that's dumb," and it's like, Mm -hmm. I won't tolerate that in a group. I will say that, but if somebody feels more comfortable, you know, being a little bit more anonymous with a Discord name, that's fine by me. You know.
0: Yeah, and, and I get that. I think it's all kind of good options. I appreciate the talk, Tony. I feel like it really helped me kind of clear some stuff up.
1: You know, it was a really good talk with the, just like the mental talk. I think that's so important, yeah. especially, you know, alongside the fitness journey. Cause like, you're not only improving your body, you're trying to focus on improving your mind as well. And as you go through it, you know, just keep making those adjustments. And mm-hmm. you know, whenever you're dealing with some shit, just let me know. Let me know yeah. and we can talk through it. Same, same goes for Grant. If he sees this later on, I will send him a link and i will be like, Watch this grant. Cause you're missing out bro no
0: <laughs>
1: but did you have any questions about you know nutrition exercise in particular or just
0: no not at the moment i mean i'm kind of trying to treat it like the quarter quarters of the day you i yes, kind of I love like yeah you know, like hey as long as you're you know it's like obviously trying to be good for all four quarters but if you're good for at least three of them not a terrible day you know what I mean I like that because it's a great mindset to have it's helped me a lot too yeah. No, I'm just also trying to do stuff to take care of my own body. You know what I mean? Like, like flossing every day mm-hmm. uh, for like teeth, you know, like I'm, my, my skin gets like super dry on like my feet, like probably like where they just crack. So like I've been trying to like purposely like put lotion on my feet every day, just, you know, small things like that to try and take care of the body the overall. Mm-hmm. Like right now I just feel really stiff and I know part of that is because of my mattress, uh, but I only got like a month more on that thing. And then, you know, then I'm good. But Part of it is also like my sciatic. So I've been trying, and this is where I, something I'm struggling with currently is I'm just trying to like look at YouTube videos to be like, what can I do to just get that mobility back mm-hmm. and like my hips and my legs and, you know, and try and do some of these stretches. Cause it's like right now, like I'm shuffling like down mm-hmm. the hallway. You know what I mean? You know, one thing I will say is don't
1: just look at the static stretches, which is strat- static is like where you're holding place, like a lunch position or things like that. Look at yeah. also dynamic things. So dynamic stretches are more so like you're, you're moving your legs where you can kind of move your legs up and down and around. You just keep doing that repetitiously. And mm-hmm. that will help with certain muscle groups that you want to work on. Look at both the static and the dynamic. I think the dynamic will help a lot with mobility. I think it would be good afterwards. If you do like a dynamic stretch and then the static stretch, I think that would be good combination. Okay. Of the two.
0: Yeah, I know. It's something I just need to, I think, work on as well. I appreciate it. I'll, I'll YouTube some stuff and see what I come up with. Cool. And then, you, you know, what I'll do too, is I'll recommend
1: some, if you guys are ever interested, I'm, I'm going to let you and Grant know, if you guys are ever interested in some podcast, when it comes to exercise and nutrition, let me know. I have some podcasts I listen to. Sometimes it can get super sciencey. So I'm trying to avoid that and kind of minimize that a lot. Because yeah. like, when you hear like all these buzzwords and stuff, and even myself, I'm just like, what the hell is he saying? I have to sit there and comprehend it because I'm not like I read science and stuff, but I'm not too science savvy with, you know, definitions of what this whatever word is and things like that. But I try to simplify it for myself. And if I can find something that you know will help you guys, if you're curious about listening about a certain topic and stuff, I can try and find it.
0: So. Okay, cool. I appreciate it, man. I had something I was going to say, but I I lost it. Uh oh, right. (laughs) It's gonna pop up Um, after the call. Oh, when you were talking science stuff, I think one of the issues as well that I run into, and I'm sure a lot of other people do, is I I feel like I need to mid-max everything to Mm -hmm. be like, you know, for example, the calorie counting or, you know, how many carbs, the macros, the nutrients, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever, blah, 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 you know, are you getting? And it's like, how do I do this to where I'm getting the the max out of it? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, And not wasting time or energy, you know, whatever. And I think just trying to figure that out or, you know, pausing to be like well i'll figure that out tomorrow all that's just kind of preventing you up. yeah it's just preventing you from just doing anything so just just get out there and start doing it you know what i mean like yeah. something that, that i've i've struggled with something i've been trying to do like calorie counting yeah like what's my best actual mm-hmm. calories the macros the fats the carbs that i need to have i could sit here and try and figure it out and then try and spend all day being like all right well this piece of chicken breast is you know this much protein and this much fat and this you know yeah. then it's like, or I could just eat it and, you know, and we we'll just, you know, go, Hey, you know, I haven't lost any weight, but I've been feeling kind of full. If maybe start, you know, cutting it back a little bit. You know what I mean? And that's exactly how you
1: should do it. I feel like calories and macronutrient tracking, it might help some people,
0: mm-hmm. but for
1: others, I feel like that's a more advanced method for like people who are competing in bodybuilding or people who are competing in like a strength sport or mixed martial art where they have to track calories because they have to weight cut and things like that. Like, yeah. I understand that, but for like, most people, it honestly is like flexibility and like that ranges of just trying things out, assessing. And it, it may take some time. It may take a couple of weeks till you figure it out. But once you do, it's going to be like a consistent progress until it starts to slow down again. And then yeah. you do it again. And that's just, that's just how it is. And then it'll get to a certain point where your body's comfortable at a certain body weight. And like when you get a comfortable spot where you're like, you know what? I look good here. I feel good here. I'm happier here. You're going to be able to maintain that because like, if you start going over, you're like, Oh, I'm just going to cut back a little bit. And then you come back to baseline or it's like, you go under, it's like, Oh, got to eat a little bit more so I can go back to baseline. And When you're in that general mm-hmm. area, you're going to find it for yourself. And that's when it becomes so much easier. But at yeah. first it takes some time of trial and error. And when, when I help you guys on this journey and stuff, even with the calorie counting, macronutrient counting, I think one of the most important things people need to understand is like even if you had a certain calorie count, like let's say you have to get 2,300, like the calculator says 2,300 calories will help you lose weight if you eat Mm -hmm. that much. Most of the time, sometimes you're eating more and sometimes you're eating less. But if you're in that ballpark range of just like a certain amount, you should be okay. It doesn't have to be perfect every single time. If you just so happen to be 20, you know, you're trying to get that 2,300, you're 2301, your diet's not ruined, right? Just one calorie extra is not gonna ruin your diet. And sometimes your body on some days might need more energy than other days because you're expending more by walking and being more Mm -hmm. active, you know, other stressors in your life. Let's say you got injured. You're going to need to eat more for your body to recover. Like all this kind of stuff plays into it. And like, same goes to with training too, is like, you'll see programs where it's like, oh, here's a full chest, back, shoulders, arms, workout program. What happens if you can't make it? Does that screw everything up? Or do you continue onwards? One thing I like is like, you know, you have an upper body and a lower body program, take a rest day off, upper body, lower body program, take a rest day off and just keep rinsing and repeating. Mm-hmm. Or let's say what happens is you have an upper and lower back to back, and let's say you get sick on the lower body day, or you, let's say you just couldn't make it. It's not the end of the world because you just take that rest day off and then continue lower and then upper, and you just get that flexibility and just keep doing it repetitiously. That's where the progress happens. Yeah. And it's going to be different for everybody. No numerical, like, 2300 calories is gonna like magically help everybody lose weight some people need to eat more food some people need to eat less food and it just it's all a matter of like testing it out and seeing what works best for you and even on top of that if you deduct you know a certain amount of foods if you feel like you're sleepy and sluggish and all that chances are you might need to eat a little bit more and you could still in eating a little bit more you could still continue to lose weight as a result it's just that if you're eating too low you're not going to have the energy to function and move more and things like that. So it actually involves the progress. So you want to be in this spot where you could find that you feel good, you're losing weight, you know, you're getting progress in the gym. It's like the happy spot and that happy spot is different for everybody. And it could yeah. get very, it could get frustrating just to figure it out, but I can, I promise you with time, you're going to find it and you're going to get this groove. And then the magic happens.
0: Is, is there anything we can do to kind of jumpstart the progress? Like a, I don't know, juice cleanse challenge, something to kind of flush the system, get all those toxins and sludge out. So whenever it comes
1: to like detoxing and stuff, that kind of stuff usually happens in a combination of fruits and vegetables. That's those are going to be your ultimate antioxidants. Like people will tell you, oh, yeah, it's these magical things. But it's like if you eat fruits and vegetables regularly, you're going to get all the bad shit out. And then also on top of that, you're being physically active and things like that all we could do is just exercise, eat better, sleep better, and just keep repeating that process. And that's where the best detoxifiers come through because even sleep is like a detoxifier for the brain because your brain accumulates waste. And then when you sleep, you kind of bring it all out.
0: Okay, that
1: makes sense. I can talk about this stuff all day, but it just comes down to you doing it, right? You get yeah. into it, just, just fucking get after it, You know, see what progress works, see what doesn't, and then just take out the stuff that doesn't and then try something different. And then if it mm. works, you just keep doing that. And the reason why I say this, the reason why I say there isn't a, like a best program or the best nutrition, the best blah, 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 it's because it's like I've mentioned, it's one that works best for you. And if you can find that, that's amazing. When you find that everything falls into place, you're like, damn, you know, I, I've, I've not necessarily mastered nutrition, but I know my shit about nutrition. I know my shit about exercise and yeah. I can confidently go around, get, stay in a good shape year round. I am happy at this weight. I'm going to live my life at this way. I feel energetic at this way. And like, when you find that dude, it's, it's an incredible feeling.
0: Yeah. I appreciate it, man.
1: You got it. That was a good talk. I had a blast talking about all the other outside stuff, the business, you know, military stuff and stuff. It's pretty cool. I do too. How long were we talking for? Curious. Probably like 40 minutes or so,
0: maybe 30, 30, 40 minutes. That's a good talk overall. It was a good talk. You want to take it away? Well, here at the Mood Lifters, we just have one question for you. Have you lifted your mood today? Yes. (laughs) Grant, Grant. Sorry, Chris. Chris took your spot
1: today, bro. Yeah. Come on, Grant. (laughs) (laughs) I want to thank you guys for watching. If you guys need anything, just let me know. Just throw it in the Facebook group. Direct message me. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. But with that, guys, I want to thank you all for watching. I appreciate Chris's time. And you guys have a great rest of your day. Take care, guys. Moodlifters, I want to thank you all for watching and listening to this video slash podcast. If you have any questions or comments, throw in the comments below. Direct message me at live reforged. In addition to that, guys, for my active viewers, for people that want to engage and be a part of this community, I started beta testing this um, beta testing. I don't know, whatever. I started testing the Discord group. And it's an exercise for mental health Discord group for the moodlifters. I'm going to throw in the show notes below. If you listen to this entire episode, welcome to it. This is your secret invite to the group. I don't know what I'll be doing with this group in the future, but essentially I want to help you guys use exercise as a way to battle your depression. I want to help you guys with the nutrition stuff. I want to be able to sit down and talk with you guys over a call or anything along the lines of that. I just want some sort of, you know, brotherhood of the sort, as we mentioned in this episode. So I would love to have you in there. Check the link in the show notes below, click on it, join the group, we'd love to have you in here. In addition to that guys, as you know, we have products that help you on your journey, a pre-workout and a sleep supplement. If you go on amazon.com reforged, you can try them out, they're specifically tailored to you guys on your exercise for mental health journey. Our pre-workout and sleep supplement both crush. I love the sleep supplements flavor, I love the pre-workout for the extra kick. And if you haven't tried them out, head on over to amazon.com reforged or check the links below. I guarantee you they'll help you out. And with that, guys, thanks for watching and we will see you in the next one. Peace.